Welcome to Eris Cat Herbs, my journey to becoming a clinical herbalist. This podcast is mostly readings of our blog posts. To find more information, including a member-only area, visit www.eriscatsherbs.com. Welcome to the podcast. I'm your host, Athena Herder, or Eris Cat. Really quick, let's get the disclaimer out of the way. The statements made on this podcast have not been evaluated by the United States Food and Drug Administration and are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent disease. All information provided is for informational purposes only and is not intended as a substitute for advice from your physician or other healthcare professional. Okay, today's blog post is Slow Rainy Day. I knew from the moment I awoke today would be a lazy day. Not to mention it's overcast again too. I took my probiotic, made the vitamin mineral melon tea. I haven't made up the other another batch of the allergy tea, which seems to be okay for now. Most of the day was spent grocery shopping online. Yes, this is an all-day task when you insist on shopping at three to six different stores. I noticed that either the slippery elm or the probiotic are starting to work. I have pooping issues, as in I don't do it. My normal schedule is once a week at best, to once a month normal. I've been on the probiotic for about three weeks now, and it has helped me in I go every other day now, but it's still just rabbit pellets. Adding slippery elm to the mix, I've gone a few times today, and it hasn't been rabbit pellets. It's amazing how much lighter one feels when you can poop. I spent some time looking up slippery elm uses for dogs since I want to have a section in my monographs about pet health. I found that it is used for the same indications in dogs as in humans. Granted, the dosing is different, but that's a given since standard dosing for adults is based on 150 pounds, and most dogs don't weigh that much. I'm going to try Slippery Elm as a topical on Kane's bumps and see if it helps at all. Kane is our older Catahoula. Years ago, he started getting these bumps in a few places. Three years ago, we had a vet check him in his lumps and she said they were dry cysts. This year they've been bugging hubby and he wanted to see if he could get rid of them. I was half joking when I told him. Without really looking into it, my first suggestion would be castor oil. He took it and ran with it, put castor oil on the one on Kane's back every day for about two weeks and then it burst. A bunch of pus and gross came out and over a week or two it healed up and is gone. Kane has at least two more of these cysts and the castor oil hasn't worked. It gets them a bit squishy, but not enough to pop or leak if poked. I think cysts are caused by stagnation in the system and would think something that could get things moving would be in order here. I had him on burdock daily while hubby was doing the castor oil and it was working, but wasn't working enough to get it over the edge. Now I want to try slippery elm topically and see if it does anything, along with putting him back on burdock internally or maybe some slippery elm internally. I'll do more research and see. At dinner tonight, I added ground oat straw and nettles as an added nutrition bonus. Then at bedtime, I took my probiotic and another shot of slippery elm. Thank you for listening to Eris Cat's Herbs. I'd like to give a special thank you to Duncan for the music you hear on the podcast and to Deborah J. Brown for the hand-drawn artwork you see on the website, which you can find at www.eriscatsherbs.com. 
Thank you again for listening to Eras Cats Herbs, and I hope you join me next time. Till then, take care. <laughs>